The Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Did you ever go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You like opium? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no one gives a fuck about. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nugayan. And welcome. This is our 33rd episode. 33rd, baby. 33rd. Nugayan. It is. That's a good one. Nugayan. You know, can I ask you something? I know you recently did a show with another Nugayan. <laughs> and in the Vietnamese community, Nagayan is a very common last name. Yes. Us do you ever feel, I know this is so ri- ridiculous to ask, but do you, do you ever like, especially like when you're younger and you're hooking up with other Vietnamese girls, if they had the same name, did you ever think to yourself like, fuck, we might be related? Dude, that's something. So the show we, I did was Bad Asians with David Nguyen. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, he asked me the question, uh, do you ever, uh, did you date Vietnamese girls? Yeah. And of course I did. Uh you know, I grew up in Southern California, so there's like fuck tons of them. Yeah. And you know, I went to I went to college, and there's yeah. a lot of Asian people in college. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, I did. And uh, uh, <laughs> there was there was always like a little bit of a weird thing because, you know, occasionally I'd run across some Vietnamese girls who would be like, I'd be like, whoa, this is she looks and sounds just like my aunt. <laughs> you know. And I'm just like, this is just too odd. Is that for a good me. thing? <laughs> It is not a good thing. No, you can't be dating your aunt and shit. What? What? Like, what does that mean? Just like her mannerisms? Do you think it's just because she was raised? I mean, I guess because she was raised by like an older Vietnamese woman, so they're gonna talk like that. It's not even. It's not like they sounded, but it was. It was more. It's just like. It's just like you remind me of Colin, mm. man. You know, you remind me of Colin. Colin. <laughs> Hung, you know, you remind me of Hung, man. So Damn. yeah, that was a, that was a weird thing. But I mean, you know, whatever. Have you ever dated a girl with the last name Nguyen? Of course. Oh fuck, that's risky, dude. There's like, I would say, I would say maybe like thirty. I forgot what the number is. Like thirty-five percent of, of Vietnamese people, which is like, I don't know. I mean, that's probably like ten million people, right? Or Vietnamese. I know, but how do you know? There's a chance that she might be related. How do you know? Uh, let me think here. How to answer this <laughs> ridiculously stupid question in a way that is not ridiculously stupid? Um, it's unlikely. It's unlikely. <laughs> it's yeah. unlikely. Well, that's good. Uh, before we start the show today, we just want to give a quick shout out to all the Patreon supporters. Patreon has been going great. We actually reached our first goal. Yes. Our goal was to get 30 patrons. And uh, when, when we reached that level, we're going to give you guys a chance to pick Mike's outfit for the day. Yes. Mike is known for his ridiculous outfits. Woo-hoo. And we're going to ha- film him doing like silly stuff in it. And so more info on that uh, via Instagram and via our Patreon page. But we just want to give a quick shout out to all the people who donated this week. So we got David Lim. Lim. L-I-M. Lim. Yep. Lim. It could be Korean. Yeah? Could be. Uh, but uh, probably Chinese. Then we have <laughs> perhaps a relative of yours, Diana Nguyen. Diana Nguyen. Mm-hmm. I dated a Diana Nguyen. This could be her. Could be my uh, ex-girlfriend. Could be my sister. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, uh, another donation from Aaron with the ink. Aaron with the ink. Yep, that's pretty, her. Pretty cool name. Pretty cool name. Uh, then we have Johnny Nguyen. Oh my God! Your whole who invited your whole family? This here? is what uh, the fuck. You know what's cool too is that uh, <laughs> that guy that his name Johnny. Yeah. That's not his real name. Oh, obviously. That's the, no. My name's Michael. My oh, real right, name right, right. is Michael. Okay. Okay. Johnny. No one. No. no. He <laughs> his name is really like 
Fung Nguyen, mm-hmm. and then he watched like a sweet ass kung fu movie, and the guy was named Johnny, the white guy. <laughs> he's like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm being Johnny now." Okay, well, shouts quote, to shouts Johnny. to quote unquote, quote unquote John. Johnny, really <laughs> Fung Nguyen. But then we have uh, Wei Wei Wang. Damn, you yeah. gotta admit, I mean, people make fun of Chinese names. That's a fucking sick name. It's a sweet name. Dude, Wei Wei. what's your name? Wei Wei. Yeah. Also, what's your last name? Wang. So it's like Wei Wei Penis. That's sick. <laughs> then lastly, we have uh, Jojo Park. Also, Ooh. another double. <laughs> it's a, another double name. Yep. We got a lot of those. I mean, I think we might... These Patreons might be pandas. <laughs> <laughs> From zoos. From zoos. They give them... The Chinese give them access to laptops. Yeah, exactly. Now they're smart enough it's to... It's like, hey, you know what? I, uh, I really feel these two Asian guys. And <laughs> while I'm eating bamboo and not having <laughs> sex... I just love that they went from uh, we gotta you know they went from like we gotta get these pandas to procreate and then now they're like we gotta get these pandas to listen to podcasts to listen to podcasts <laughs> what a leap uh, another um, news today uh, Shao Shao is just <laughs> <laughs> just contribute to this podcast yep uh, so thank you all the pandas slash humans out there yeah, yeah. Uh, supporting our podcast and Shouts, again if you don't know what the fuck so we're doing right now we have a Patreon page where you can support our work uh, you can find all the information needed at patreon.com slash Asian not Asian pod and we hope to see you subscribe to us very soon. So thank you and check that out. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So... What makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. And we're back, everybody. Uh, This week, uh, it's the week that you've all been waiting for. Uh, People on our podcast love talking about how we're... How we're always lacking guests. Yes. So also, also lacking female voices. Yes. That's all people want to hear. They don't want to hear us. They want to hear. They want to hear from Asian females. So yes. we got out. We went out there and we got one for you. Got one. Uh, we got one in the mail. We got one for you. Uh, this week's guest, uh, she is a comedian improviser based in New York City. Uh, she tours with the UCB touring company, and uh, she's on MTV Decoded and all these other cool project so please welcome to the show miss lily do yay i am indeed female and asian yes check Uh, thanks for doing the show yeah thanks for coming man yeah of course are you doing good you look sweaty you're doing all right yeah i biked over here that's right yeah how long is that a like a pretty long ride uh it was supposed to be 22 minutes but i always gotta add 10 to 20 minutes for room for error mm. for room for error um, mm-hmm. yeah i'm new to biking in the city well you're living the life you're a comedian you're you're biking in bushwick like this is the you comedy are. life you always wanted I've, how long have you lived in bushwick um since 2013 oh okay, cool. yeah, yeah. and when did you start comedy in new york 
2011. Okay, cool. Um, this is how we backtrack and figure out how old I am. So it, the year after I graduated <laughs> from college, I moved to the city for oh, okay, a job. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. And then I started taking improv classes at night. I uh, did the math. You're 19. Got it. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Um, you used to work in finance, right? You know, ev- with every passing year, it gets harder to say that because it's such a sh- it's such a shorter blip in my life. <laughs> it is now sad for me to be like when I worked an office job eight years ago for <laughs> one year. Where did you work? What did you do? Um, I studied math and econ in college, Whoa, and then the I yeah. but I did not get any of like the big fancy finance jobs that I did interview for like asset management and consulting and stuff. That's interesting are. because you went to Smith. Yes, that's I like a very very good school. Smith, yeah. What was wrong with you? What happened? Um, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. So I listened to a bunch of your episodes this week, and I listened to your episode with Brian and SJ, and you guys spent so much time talking about colleges. Oh yeah, dude. oh yeah. We get into it. And honestly, <laughs> it's, it's, into it. it's very comforting. It's very comforting because you never hear them talk about that shit in other podcasts. Oh, like nobody like asks. what your grades were. But I'm like, this is what I grew up hearing every yeah. day. Dude, are you dude, kidding me? We're not gonna let you slide without Asian, telling us your GPA. Asian people, like, we should introduce ourselves with our GPA. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mike Nguyen, 3.2. I I was um doing a tour at a college yesterday and there was a guy in front of me in line at the cafeteria and he was wearing a shirt that was like, who was James Montgomery? And then it had three paragraphs of text and this was like a long line. So I read the whole thing. I read the whole thing. You know, this is in line for like fries and burgers. Yeah, long yeah. wait. Um, and it was like he uh, did track in high school and then went to college in New Hampshire and then went to join this thing. And it's like and graduated with a 3.3 GPA. And I was like, that's not <laughs> that's very not good. <laughs> in my mind, I was like, here's the thing. You could just say he graduated. You yes. you only put the GPA on if you think it's good, right, which right, means right, right, they right. think it's good. No way. No, don't put that shit on your resume. I do not want my GPA on my uh, fucking whatever when I die. My obituary. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, well, lies Lily do 3.2 3. <laughs> 3.3 uh, 3.3 excuse me oh my god my parents oh. would never so, uh, so how, what got you started into improv yeah so I got this um, job offer it was in investor relations consulting Whoa. it's very confusing to explain but it's just like a lot of work for not even like finance job amount of money mm. um and I kind of panicked because I was like, I don't think this is what I want to do, but I, I, but it's what I am qualified for. And I guess this will be like the next 60 years of my life from desk job to desk job. Yeah. And I need a hobby or something. Things I want to do at mm-hmm. night and stuff. But I'd always liked comedy growing up and I knew about the UCB. So I signed up for a, like a one week 101 class. Like the intensive. Yeah, the cool. intensive that oh. started Very Asian move. before my job started. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was oh, all, before your job started. Yeah, I had a month oh, off before shit. my job started. So I, because I, I was like, I'll either like it or hate it or yeah. be good yeah, yeah, yeah. at it. So or this bad is like, you, you didn't even, you weren't even like i'm gonna become an actor or whatever you were just like i just want to try something out and see how it goes yeah i totally was just looking for a hobby i did Whoa. not think. although when i was younger when i think about it now when i was younger i wanted to like act and do sure. theater and creative stuff and i wasn't allowed yes by my parents mm. i remember my freshman year of high school i auditioned for the play and then when i 
my mom found out before callbacks and made me pull out. I wait, love, wait. I what? love that your parents didn't. Uh, are you imagining? Are you imagining? <laughs> you better stop imagining. <laughs> no dreams. No dreams. Stop what, dreaming. What was the reasoning? They didn't want you to get hooked. <laughs> that, that, that it would like, like it's a drug. Oh my god! That Lily's it hooked. would that it would like detract from my school. Wait, wait, yeah, 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 wait, wait, yeah. A play is the Asian marijuana. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> There's like anything that wasn't like like tennis or yes. SAT prep <sighs> or like Chinese folk dance and Chinese martial arts. And I think that like <laughs> Chinese martial arts. I did Chinese martial arts and Chinese folk dance. That's fucking sick. <laughs> um, but I was listening to your episode with like. SJ or talking about extracurriculars or whatever that they got got it twisted and it's like yeah if I had done theater that probably would have made me like more interesting and different but to them there's just one formula and that's why everyone looks the same they all like play piano and why is it that Tennis, like Brian. Brian was a big tennis yeah, guy. Yeah, so Why I'll tell you about it? tennis. Because oh, Michael Chen. For, with, Michael with, Chen. Oh my God! You're Michael right. Chen. Well, All you need is like one <laughs> successful Asian in the sport in the '90s, and they're like, that's why there's so many Asian figure skaters. Oh, I yeah. feel like oh. Michelle Kwan, uh, Christy Yamaguchi before yeah, yeah. that. Yes. Also golf. Golf is well because it's, it's a social thing, people. right? Mm. So you associate that with business and rich people. Oh yeah, people. and like uh, class class and love stuff. status. It's like an yes. upper class, right? Upper class sport. Okay, so we're getting off topic. So. Uh, so then you started doing that, and and I was talking to Fumi about this. It's you go on and tour with UCB. Yeah. You do, so like, what what is that like? What what do you what is that? And like? this is interesting because Mike and I often talk about we have a segment called Road Dog where we talk Road about Dog. like me going on the road doing colleges yeah. just alone doing an hour and like how lonely it is and they send you out these random ass schools and you and I we've actually done the same schools yes but on different nights yes yes I am so like we should team up we do an Asian night we should oh. <laughs> um, like bingo night uh, yeah <laughs> yeah we got the Asian girl bingo bingo um, just, just, just two just two, two squares, two squares. <laughs> that's as good as it gets um, I'm lucky because I, I do improv so it's like all team based so i get to go with three of my friends and then we do a show oh, together it's a small team yeah just four of us we do like a 90 minute show it's also like so Whoa. much stage time that's it's like a long time way more stage time than we get in new york now, do they now with with when i do stand up it's these colleges will have like you know orientation comedy night featuring fumi abe they'll have like my flyer and stuff with yeah. ucb do they make it more of a big deal because for me it's like hey there's, there's a bunch of events you can come to this comedy thing if you want it really depends mm. on the school. Mm. And I also think about it, when I was in college, I never went to any of the same, planned events. Same. Right? I'm like, they could have had the biggest stand-up. I sure. would not have gone. Um, so it depends on how much they promote it and how much of a thing it is. And also like how much the students at that school are engaged. Mm. If you go to like a big sporty school where there's a million things going on, it's like, People You're are not, not going to go. Sure. If you go to like a small school in Wisconsin where like the students are engaged and actually show up, like you might have a good turnout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is some draw to the UCB name, but only like if they promote it. And some schools like we don't see a single sign that mm. they even know the show is going on. And then in some schools we've gone over and over like like Bowdoin is one where like they just know about it now. And so every year people line up and that's like the best. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's. I just realized that at improv, they can rebook you over and over again because you're doing different stuff. Yeah. Right. Whereas, like, I can If I am invited back to a school, it won't be for another year because right. they just saw me. Right. Right. Write some new material. <laughs> I mean, I, fuck you. <laughs> My insecurities. <laughs> so how did you? How did you? Because uh, I, I was also talking to Fumi, and I remember when um, I took 
like an in, like a not even intro to improv. I took like a intro to the you know what I'm saying like nice. it was like Where'd a free you take class it? just at UCB. You did? Yeah, just but like just it was it was like one of those like free, free classes. you know things right. Yeah. And the guy was saying, okay, so improv is this, and um, you know, just putting it out there, you probably this is not something you make a job out of. Right. He mm. said that up front. He said that you don't make a career. Yeah. You don't make money off of doing this. Yeah. And and he's like, only a, few, a very few people, uh, like if you go on tour, can do it. Yeah. And you were one of them. Yes. So that's pretty amazing. It is amazing. And how, like, how did that like come about? Um, I mean, basically, I've just been doing so much improv since I started and took that first class. And then I eventually got on a house team. Oh, awesome. Got, that's a big deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I got cut from my first house team. Oh, that's awesome. Um, for not being funny or what happened for what is that like is that is that like in football you know what i'm saying you're like oh you missed that line <laughs> i have no idea it's just like a kind of opaque artistic decision mm. and some people get moved up and some people get kept mm. and Damn. it also it's like a, it's kind of like a psychological game like when you start feeling bad, you can make yourself feel worse and worse yes. and be in shows less and less. Well, and I just kind of, yeah. 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 And I just kind of like let it get the better of me. I was also so new. I got on in under two years, which is like That's very crazy. quick. Yes. Very Asian. I was very. like, let me do it. I remember. <laughs> I, took the, I took the Kumon. The uh, Kumon. I mean, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, everybody else practices three hours a week. I'll practice 10 hours a yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also improv was the thing where I was like, anything else, it's been a gateway to other creative ventures, but I'm like, oh, improv is the one thing maybe in my whole life that I think I can do well because all I have to do is just show up. Yes. I don't have to do any preparation. No prep, prep. I don't have to bring fuck any homework. materials. And like that has been fucking me up my whole life, just mm. like not showing up prepared, not having the right stuff. And you were like, oh, you went to Smith and stuff. It's like, yeah, that was the best school I got into because my grades were so middling because mm. i just wouldn't turn in things on time whoa and very un-asian of you so what were yeah. you doing all this time not in plays you just weren't turning in shit i yeah and i was i, I got so fucked by my childhood it's a mind you fuck. A bad I'm still unpacking no i was in like gifted and talented programs Gates, yes my whole life that like you had to like test well to get into Ugh. but then it was like it was very much like I very much believed and the way that Asian parents talk about it that you like have it or you don't you're like smart and you can do it or yes. you can't that's a very yeah whereas like and there's studies out there that show like it's better not to praise your kids for yes. having achieved but for having worked, worked on hard, something right. yeah. and that is so not what we get rewarded wow. for mm. but yeah uh, I got that huge rejection and again when you're raised to think like you're either good at something or bad at something rejection like a big rejection is really hard and i'm like i guess maybe i should that was like the closest i got to just like to quitting quitting because i was like i guess <clears throat> and i was like i guess i'm still young enough i could i haven't tweeted that many inappropriate things <laughs> <so can> we, <laughs> i deleted my twitter yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um but but then i got back on like two years later and then Oh, it took you two years to get back on. Yeah, two years. So what did do you? you so you, what do you do if you get kicked off? What can you do in those two years? Just do indie you just shows. Just keep doing improv. It's like, what do you do when you do stand up and you're not getting booked on any like? Yeah, TV but stand up. There's no hold on. This is this is my thing. Okay, I don't get booked. Let me tell you something about that. <laughs> what you do is you start a co a podcast. Okay, no. no, wait. So okay, so you weren't on, but you kept doing improv. So you yeah. kept like grinding at it. You just weren't on the team. Yeah, and I did other stuff too. Okay. Like I was also acting and stuff oh, shit. and. 
writing stuff sometimes, but like mostly improv. Um, I mean, UCB also tricks you in all these schools because it's appealing because it presents this like clear hierarchy and path. And then once you do it, you're like, great, but this is still not like an office job. I don't like right. break mm. some level and then get a job. And get a job. There's yeah. no yeah. like, you know, I'm the house improver at Deloitte. You know, yeah. so there's nothing like that. <laughs> oh, the dream. <laughs> the dream, baby. The dream. <laughs> the dream. I uh, yes and for these accountants. These SOWs and, <laughs> and, 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 and Zany Wizard comes in. Uh, Every time I talk to my parents, it shoots me down. I remember when I started doing this, I guess I must have lied to my mom and I forgot about this. That's a key that, theme in this podcast. Yes. Everybody's lying to Oh my God. I grew, up, I grew up thinking I was a psychopath. I lied left and right to my parents every day about when I was going to sleep, whether yes, or not I brushed yes, my teeth. Yes. You just, it becomes a habit to yes, get same. by. I did the same thing. And now I never lie. I feel so bad when I lie, but when I'm home, all of a sudden I'm lying. I, if I get a cold or something, I just lie. I just fake it. Uh, I just. Uh, what do you mean? To your parents about having a cold? Yeah, because otherwise they'll start like. Oh, they'll, they'll like start making. They'll start shit. getting into stuff. Yeah, and and also like. Send your chicken. <laughs> and also evaluating my lifestyle, being like, "What are you doing? You're not sleeping well enough. You're going out too much. Okay, uh, well, okay. Well, you have to be doing this. Don't be doing that. Do it. And then she'll be calling me every day oh, for man. a week. I've been on vacation where I am sneaking antibiotics and pretending. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, like, you, you are. Got, that's a psychotic. You're person. like a. You got a drug problem. An <laughs> antibiotic. <laughs> antibiotic drug problem. <laughs> This fucking amoxicillin, I can't get enough of it. <laughs> yeah, so I guess when I first started doing comedy, I guess I lied to my mom and was like, look, I'll give it five years. If I don't make it in five years, then I'll call it quits and reevaluate. Give me some time, which is a very short amount of time, That's five right. years. But right after I had booked my first like TV role, I booked like a two lines on Broad City and I told my mom and she's like, well, anyways, it's been five years now and you clearly haven't made it. Whoa. So time to quit. I, I got so mad. I remember I was in a Panera Bread. I got so mad at her over the phone. I was like, excuse me. I just got, I booked two lines. It'll pay me $500. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. This is happening. Non-union. Oh um, my gosh. How many, how many freak outs have, has Panera Bread been witness to? You know, this crazy. Dude, you know your mom had that shit marked on the calendar yeah. oh my god right she, she, she had a reminder she had the google reminder yeah, yeah, yeah. i know in 30 minutes it will be five will years be. i recently i recently did a torco show at harvard and uh it was Ooh, great harvard. we did i know it uh, harvard you made it Your mom. i know well i did no i we did a master class there Ooh, masters at harvard i know and then, and then i taught a workshop and there were a bunch you of taught like, at harvard yes 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 so I, t I, so finally, when my mom asked me how my weekend was, I, I told her all the, and she could not have been less impressed. She, she was like, "Did you get to go around the campus?" I was oh, like, man. "No," and she's like, "It's such an important, beautiful school." And she's like, "Did you tell them about when your dad did his postdoc there?" I was like, "I'm, not <laughs> excuse <That's insane>. me, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> what?" Do you, know, do you remember Mr. Do? Uh, he was here in 1978. 18-year-old. Because that's what she would do. Because they're very name-dropping. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Bragging. Totally. Yeah, right. Just bold Just face dropping, bragging. like, Harvard wherever you can. Yes. It's yeah, such absolutely. a common... It's not... There's no shame to it. Right. No matter... It doesn't matter where you're at. You could be at a comedy event. Yeah. Like, oh, her, my, my father went to Harvard. Dude, name-dropping. That's like when Asian moms... Like, that's like their rap battle. You know yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you think you got this? Check this out. Cornell. Oh, oh, oh 1600. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Wilding out for Asian moms. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I like this because you're very, very different from the other guests we've had. What? Like, uh, yo, because I feel like with SJ and then with Brian, you know, they're, they're like super Asian in the way that they kind of, and it's it's beneficial for them. They treat this kind oh, of like, like study for the SATs where yeah, 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 yeah. they just like very regimented and that works for a lot of people, you know? That's yeah, what, they, they churn, they churn, they churn stuff churn out. They make stuff. Yeah. Your vibe is very different from some of the other Asian comedians. I'm just a fuck up who has done well <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it took me to like my early 20s to start not sleeping through things. And oh, to- you're like a snoozy Asian. Oh, <laughs> yeah, one of those how many kinds of Asians are there? <laughs> We're not like fucking dwarves. <laughs> It's like a, it's like Pokemon. I know a lot of different Asians. Snoozy Asians are rare. I I know like five snoozy Asians. (laughs) You're on. I didn't know that you were like that. You're a pointy Asian. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Um, And how's the, uh, how's the MTV Dakota thing going? Oh yeah. You're like a true, like you're like a real cast member now, right? I don't think they have real cast members. But you're in there more frequently because I think that's where I was first exposed to you. That's where I first knew, uh, found out about you is because I got on MTV Dakota and I was just watching other shit. Yeah. Oh, there's like an Asian girl in here. And I, I didn't know who you were. Yeah, I go on and do a lot of them. Um, now they like rotate a lot of hosts and have people come in. And I think I come in a lot and speak about like Asian topics and Is stuff. Is it because Francesca's gone? Because Francesca's like busy. Yeah, She'll yeah, come yeah. in and everything's green screen. So you can have right. like five people in an episode and they never cross exactly, paths exactly. and stuff. Yeah. Um, I like the stuff they do. I feel lucky that it's like this intersection between like comedy and like activist stuff. And also like when you talk about acting and stuff, um, I realize like... I mean, those VH1, like, talking head shows don't really exist anymore. But I'm like, that's kind of my sweet spot for comedy. Just, like, being yourself and talking about shit. Now it's not like that as much anymore. It's more, Mm -hmm. like, hosted, informative stuff. Like, we're kind of doing the stuff that Francesca used to do. But in the past, they used to do a lot of just, like... Reacting to things. Like, yeah, those kind of, like, I love the whatever shows, but about, like, you know, racist Halloween costumes where you just Mm. get to, like, riff Riff. a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just the the best. I mean, that's why we started this podcast, because we would just do that, and here we are. And now we do talk about Asian Halloween costumes. By the way, what are you guys going to be for Halloween? (laughs) I'm thinking about being a coolie. What's a a, a coolie? It's like the Chinese laborer. Never mind. Oh, with, like, a... A rice paddy hat? hat? It's the it's a uh, it's like a dude who um you know you, you think about the guy who um Coolie. made the railroad. Yeah. Yeah, those are coolies. Oh. Do people and they're get Chinese? That? How do you spell that? Cool. L. Yeah, cool. C o o l e y. And they're Chinese. Yes. And you're. <laughs> And we're back with Race News. Uh, this is a segment where uh, we talk about shit on the news that has to do with race. And we're experts. So we're going to give it our point of view. <laughs> this is our entertainment se- uh, edition. Exactly. So we've been getting a lot of uh, emails and messages. Little DMs. People sliding into our DMs. Uh, asking us to talk about this movie that came out on Netflix recently featuring a bunch of Asian people called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Mm-hmm. Which is like a teen romantic 
comedy. It's a, it's I guess it's a teen romance. Yeah, yeah rom com yeah, sensation. Rom-com. Yeah, and uh, it features. Uh, it's actually a um, a story based off the book by Jenny Han, uh-huh. which I don't know who she is. Uh, Asian. Asian author, and then uh, it features the main character is uh, Lana Condor, who is a Vietnamese American actress. So if you haven't seen the movie, the whole thing gets kicked off because the main character writes a bunch of love letters to the various crushes she's had over the years as a you know whatever as a teenager these get sent out uh won't tell you how but they get sent out and so now she has to confront all of these different guys who now know that she had a big crush on them before and as you can imagine as a teenager that would be this is essentially at the apocalypse right right for her and so she's she's had she has to kind of work through that and i don't know i mean you saw this movie did you pine for any one i I would make things easy for myself. I made myself focus all my romantic attention towards one guy I went to summer camp with in seventh grade who didn't go to my high school. And it just allowed me to not have crushes on people that I had to deal with daily. Wait, so you like this dude from seventh grade to senior year? Yeah. Because he was just what? like, because he was just like a, a distant dream. Uh, this is a very, not real. This person. is a very teenage thing, you know, yes. like yeah. to fall in love with like the idea of someone yes. else. Yeah. And I was so shy back then because I remember in middle school I liked a guy in my grade, and then it kind, and then I just like. I never interacted with him again. The moment it kind of came out that that's very Whoa, middle school. I, feel yes, like, yeah. I literally like would avoid him in the hall. It's like the moment you've actually, it gets out that you like someone yeah. that's like, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. So the, the, I mean, I like the movie. It did get some criticism because the, none of the uh, guys that she likes are Asian. Yeah. what do you think of that? You know, I feel conflicted because I think it is, representation matters and i think but i also think like it's a slow process i think we will see the asian asian Mm. asian american asian american Mm. romance story at some point and maybe this just wasn't it i also don't like diverse casting to fill in boxes hello lily do asian female here on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) Um, i don't like i don't want to see her five guys be like an Asian, a white, a black, Latin X, and yeah, we, yeah, a yeah, mixed yeah, yeah. race. Yeah, we like, don't want the, sure, the, sure. the village people. Yeah. <laughs> so in a, in a weird way, I, I mean, I think it's reflective of depending on where you are. I did not see other Asian kids like in the background of her cafeteria. Did you feel like I didn't pay close enough attention? Where do you think the city like, was? Because I think it... Because they go skiing and it's obvious they're very rich and all their friends' parents are like doctors yeah. and stuff. So maybe it was a community where there weren't a lot of Asians, yeah, you know? I don't know. Sometimes it's just like, who, who's around? Mm. If, if you go to school with like 99 white dudes, you're going to be like... Yes. Statistically. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless That's you like the point. one other Asian dude just because he's Asian. That's a very mm. good point. Yeah. You, I mean, if anything, that's like the thing you don't want because you don't want... It's almost like if you're in like if 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 you're if you're fr- if your white friends say hey you're going to love this other guy he's chinese <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and then yeah. you meet the other guy and then you both know you one of you has to die you know because you have <laughs> to kill because a group of these are my white friends right right right, right. i have to kill you now right we yeah. all have to be one our te- we're very yeah. territorial with our white we are friends. we're like yeah. cats um you know that's interesting because i i guess i grew up in a fairly like predominantly white community where'd and, you grow up in columbus ohio and I, all my crushes were white. And I, I'll also say I grew up in Montgomery County, Maryland, like the suburbs outside D.C. And there's a lot of Asians there. But I like I went to a school that was 
quite white and I think I was like very much like looking to have like a sense of Asian identity my first like one of my first screen names was like AZN and that was like that oh, yeah. Her, hell yeah was it up, uppercase yeah. lowercase yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah all that stuff and then but then I started going to like Chinese school and like test prep classes and then I met a, a bunch of like other second gen Asians mm. and then I also kind of was like oh I don't like a lot of you guys because there's this weird thing mm. where it's like a lot of second gen like kind of a lot of them are like non-creative second gen yes. Asians Yes. That yeah. are very much still like influenced by their parents' values, which I mm. totally rejected, who are still kind of like, yeah, but like, why would you bring shame to your family? Yeah. And so uh. then I did it. <laughs> so I, I, I then did it like it. it took me to moving <laughs> to New York in like my 20s to meet like creative Asians. Creative Asians. That's the thing that comes up on this podcast. And that's how you ended up on this podcast. So that, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes that's sense. That's how I met Fumi. I said, wow, creative Asians. <laughs> Willing to dishonor their family. I, I would like to say that like just teen romance clip uh, flicks in general. Uh, I, I'm a big fan. I'm a little older. We're all a little older. Yeah. I'm too old. But I like it. I think the reason why we like it is because nobody falls in love like that anymore. Like it's very pure when you're in high school. It's just very, yeah. Where it's like, I like you and I don't know if you like it's very, me. Yeah. And it's like, it just means so much. But, you know, we have friends in our 30s dating and it's very mechanical. I mean, right? now what? it is especially right? like, my, like my sister's out there dating and she puts on her profile like looking to get married within five years like I want right. to have children oh. like it's very like checking the box yeah and their women mm. are okay with that mm. because yeah. they want a certain lifestyle or they're just trying to achieve certain goals I don't know it's, it's it, to me it seems more of like you're trading cards or it's something it's very practical it's very practical and high school romance can be very impractical you're like I love Peter all he does is skateboard and <laughs> chew gum exactly <laughs> the impracticality <laughs> is what is I think that well, that's what allures yeah. me to this movie. You yes. Know? Well, I mean, that's why there's so many high school rom-coms. And I have to admit, while I was watching it, because like I came, my my equivalent high school rom-com <laughs> was, came. Uh, was I, came, <laughs> I came so hard. I, well, I, uh, I uh, was American Pie. Mm. Right. So, I, you know, that oh was like, God. I was a teenager when that movie came out. And yeah. I was like, whoa, like, this is so relatable, I guess, I guess with <laughs> webcams. But, um, but now I look back and I'm like, oh my God, these, you know, it's these, these are just children. These <laughs> sex offender children. Yeah, these yeah, yeah, sex yeah, yeah. offender children. Fucking and then, moms and yeah, stuff. And then, like, yeah, like, get up that on. mom in jail. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> and, I mean, but at the same time, high five, kid, you know, but it's crazy. Like, so uh, looking back, I think that's what's cool about it. It's like you're reminded how beautiful it was and at the same yeah. time, how absolutely horrible and chaotic. Chaotic yeah. and, well, For I sure. guess that's what's yeah. fun about it because there's no real swiping. It's very sweet, but also, like, as someone who did not kiss or ever leave the house in high school, I'm like, she's doing great. <laughs> she's, she's going on trips. Yeah, she's she goes in, on a trip. She's in a hot tub. She's, she's in a, a hot tub. That part made me so she uncomfortable. You know, I, I did look up how old she was, and then I was less uncomfortable. But she's, she's 21. Yeah, so. but I mean, she's the portrayal age. of the kid, mm. right? She's 16 in it. Yeah. And like, you're right, you're right. Oh my gosh. I mean, even just talking about it, the FBI has already been alerted. <laughs> okay. How old do we think that older actress is? The older sister, I thought that was the mom. <laughs> right? She was old. She That's was old. What, yeah. But not like looks, just like she just seemed like very like, you know, just like, hello there. I've just come back from, you know, fucking being a 
businesswoman. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like she, she had that vibe. She looked old. She is. She's thirty. Oh, you serious? She, yeah. yeah, she's like. I'm pretty. I looked her up right after. She look. Yeah, she looks like their mom. She looks so old. And that kind of casting stuff just annoys me because I'm like, oh really? We can't like. Because one thing that w- was about like when they were making this movie. <laughs> Um, similar to like what happened with Crazy Rich Asians where they're like, oh, but what if we make one of them white? What if we make the lead white? Like mm. Jenny Han, I guess, like took it to a lot of places and they were like, maybe like this yes. was like, I think the only production company that would like allow her to keep yes. the lead. <laughs> right. An allow Asian her. Female. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah they, were, they wanted her, everybody to be white. And it's like, oh. oh, we don't believe like an Asian woman can be like a romantic lead, but we do believe this like 30 year old <laughs> is her sister <laughs> and that they're all the same race, like all this other stuff. And they're like, oh, we don't care. Let's put a Vietnamese person and a Japanese person <laughs> and <laughs> honestly, a Pacific up, Islander. One of these people um, can be a robot. It yeah. We're like, they're all the same. It, one is 40 but she looks 18 they're asian i agree but we give white people a crazy pass when it comes to like being related to each other do you know what i'm saying oh yeah just like you know there's i mean fucking you know matt damon can play like four the different kinds of people so it's just like all right that's fine yeah yeah, just throw them in there but i mean i I see what you're saying because but you know what you know what it is because we're asian yeah. And so we're constantly uh, like examining, yeah. you yeah, know, Asian each people other. Are always for that guessing shit. each other's ages I, and scanning people's skin. Yeah, yeah. You know, what school did you go to? Yeah. Like I just that. feel like I just feel like for white people, like Asians are such a wash. They're like, mm. yeah, yeah, you can play. Like someone can look at me and be like, yeah, you can play a forty-year-old Japanese woman, and I'm like. Wait, you're not a 40-year-old Japanese Excuse woman? Excuse me. <laughs> wow, there's that erasure. There's Your that. mom just texted that to me, so I, yeah, that's what I had to yeah. say. Yeah, she's sending you hot takes. <laughs> what, one, one thing. What about that scene where they're watching uh, 16 Candles? I remember that on the couch. Yeah, they're watching it on the couch. With and the boyfriend? And right. long, long, yeah, yeah, and long, and long duck dong. Yes, is on wait, there. remind us what happened there. Yeah, what happens there? So they're watching it, and that's like one of her favorite movies. Yeah. And, um... Uh, there's the scene they show the scene with Long Duck Dong yeah. right and he's like you know what's happening hot stuff hilarious yeah. and uh, I really like Long Duck Dong I don't give a fuck um, he, so and then she, they do address it but very quickly she I think she says something like you know th- yes this is offensive or something like that and then they just kind of move along. I bet they had to fight to get that. Oh my God. Are you yeah, kidding me? They had like two weeks of production yeah, meetings for that. Bloodbath. Jesus. And I, wait to go back to your earlier thing about like I don't Again, mixed. I don't think the goal is to just have like Asians blend in where we like never mm-hmm. talk about. Ra- I think that's fine. Like sometimes, but ideally, like there's enough of a variety of roles where we also get to see like Asian Americans in America, but also dealing with race. Because the reality is, is like you don't go a day in your life without having your race factor into something mm. without thinking about it. It's like you can't hide it. It's how you look. So I think things where it's there's an erasure to a thing where it's just like an Asian person and we never deal with their race. Oh, I see. Mm. Yeah. That is a danger. Unless they're like fifth gen Asian from California, in which case they are basically American. Damn, dude. I'm just, I just realized that, you know, with that fifth generation thing, they do have a very particular identity that is like very Asian American. And I'm, I'm realizing that should America continue to exist in like three or four hundred years which i don't think so (laughs) that there will eventually be an asian american culture which may you know similar to how black culture is 
will be has a very distinct flavor of its own. Yeah. It will. And we're will. laying down that groundwork yeah. of this podcast. I feel like I start to see it now. So it's changing for if sure. If you're a grad student in the year 2247. <laughs> oh, I see. Our planning ahead. Listening this, this like to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I am dead, but you better not fuck this up. And we're back, and we've got uh, some fun games to play with our guest, Lily. Uh, so the first one, we wrote some love letters. Because of the movie, um, uh, To All the Boys I Loved Before, we got inspired, all right? Uh -huh. our, our inner writers got inspired, and mm -hmm. we wrote love letters to... To me. To, not, to, <laughs> not to you. That was an idea, and, and Fumi thought it would be too creepy. Just because we didn't know each other that well. You know, mm, I still want to hear them. <laughs> okay, I'll write, I'll write you a love letter later. Uh, so then I, um, so we wrote love letters to our, our real high school crushes. Yes, and uh, we were going to read them out loud. Mm -hmm. Okay, to bear our souls. Yep, and then we want you to um, critique them. Okay. Just let us know. How, let us know how you think these girls will react. Also, did you write it as if you were a currently a high schooler? Because that's how I wrote it. Or okay. did you write it like now? No, because that would be uh, that's a, how... a sex crime, I believe. No, yeah, no, no. no, no. So. I'm saying 18 year old Mike writing to 18 year old crush. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm doing. No, I'm not writing a 30 as a 38 year old man to a seventh grader. I'm no, no, no. <laughs> no, I, no. I, I meant, are you writing to her now? Like a 38 year old no. man I, to a 38 year old woman. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. God, that was Ooh. 20 years ago for you. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. <laughs> You're 38? I'm 38. Wow. 20 years. Can you edit that out? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, so I wrote it you as if... You look so young. Oh, thank you. I wrote it as a as if I was like around high school. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So okay, like so I wrote this. Minutes. So this is uh, me writing a love letter to my high school crush. Parenthesis, in the past. What I would have written senior year. Can you describe these girls before you read yes. them? Yes. Um, my crush, her name was Chelsea. Chelsea C white and uh yeah she was white she was uh, a very like short soccer player she's very good she played d1 in college and Whoa. she ended up being a lesbian full-time full lesbian a full-time um, she was part-time for a little bit oh my god um oh then she got the promotion she got the <laughs> the, you're in we like the Benefits. way you we like the way you're, you're going down you're hustling <laughs> um but she was very like she was very funny she was like crazy and like i just i was very attracted to her um you know, it's it's hard to find people interesting, right? I don't know. There's just something about her that I really liked, and uh, but the the only thing you need to know is that that she was a soccer player, mm -hmm. and you know now she's a lesbian. Uh, this is like a it's not that funny. This is a real love letter that I wrote. Is that okay? Yes. It's about to get weird. P please uh, feel free to roast me. I can't wait. I love this stuff. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I don't want to read this anymore. <laughs> no, read it. Read it, or yes. I will read it. Okay. I love people bearing their souls. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Dear Chelsea C. It has come to my attention that after three years of watching movies together in finished basements, driving you home uh, when you drink too much, and being your go-to guy friend when you need to vent about boy troubles, I'm officially in love with you Aww. and would like to upgrade our relationship to the next level. <laughs> upgrade. Sweet. Upgrade. Uh, I know you may not feel the same way. In fact, I recently <laughs> recall you telling me that you are not that into Asian guys, even though we live in Ohio and I'm probably the only Asian guy you know. <laughs> But that's how I know this love is real. You're clearly racist, but I'm kind of into it. Ah, yes. The following reasons... Oh, the following are the reasons why I fell in love with you. Your freckles are ad adorable. Aww. You are shorter than me. <laughs> convenient for hugs. You are legit very funny. You are so good at soccer. And you are very crazy. Not in the women are crazy way, but in the you drive on the wrong side of the road sometimes just to feel something way. Uh, this may come as a surprise to you 
given that the other two girls I I was head over heels for in the past were your best friends Lauren and Kathleen. Oh no, <laughs> gotta also, get out of that group. Who also play soccer? Oh, Do I have a type. thing for girls who play soccer? Probably, but there are weirder sexual preferences in this world. So let's not get too caught up on what gets me off. <laughs> uh, telling you my feelings is definitely a gamble. I'm potentially risking our existing friendship, and you may never look at me the same way. It would suck if I lost you as a friend. But we're probably going to be going to or we're probably going to different colleges. So I figured I'd conce- I'd confess everything now while we still have the luxury of goofing off together in class. See you in chemistry. La Fumiabe. Oh, that was very nice, Fumi. Mm. That's so sweet. I That's think a, I didn't know you could have emotions, Fumi. <laughs> no, I, I think robot, for the people yeah. who love to all the boys I've loved before, they're gonna love these love Ooh, letters. Ooh, we should tag them on social media. They're so sweet. I, I also love when and when you're a teenager, like you said. One of the reasons why you can like someone is just like, you're good at soccer. Yeah. (laughs) The guy I liked forever, he was my first dance at summer camp. And then I spoke to him one more time at summer camp. And that was it. And I think he also liked anime. That's good. That's good. That's good. So what did you think? Would this have worked? Worked to make her straight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, to fundamentally change her sexual preferences. Uh, I don't know about that one. Um, you know, I thought it was very sweet. I I don't think it's helpful to call her racist, <laughs> especially considering the year is probably what like the nineties. Is not we were not at a time yet where we we're like everyone's a little racist. It's okay. Let's explore yeah, that. Let's right. unpack that. It's just straight up like oh, race is not an issue anymore. We're past it. Um, so that part might not fly. Mm. I think we don't have to be so self deprecating. Mm. That was in back letters. then. That was in back then. Yeah, yeah you know, as a yeah. yeah. That was very, that was I was very brand. insecure back then. Yeah. I wrote it as like as an 18 year old me. Yeah, you know I know. I mean? Like I wouldn't talk this way now, but maybe I would. I don't know. But uh, you oh, know sweet. Uh, you signed okay, off great. with love. That's great. You didn't have to also talk about how you liked her two friends. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. <laughs> that's but we were really close. I think that was like. A, yeah, I, I'm glad I liked that. I got to find out that you guys actually hung out and were friends. Yeah. I would have crushes on guys far away that I never spoke to. <laughs> Because um, that, that's then I the, couldn't find out how I wouldn't actually that's like the difference, them. That's the difference between high school yes. boys and girls. Is that high school boys like we tend to like our friends who are female because it's like right. oh man like she's so funny. Like, the she's friend so zone. But girls will be like I like um you know Vlad for that Russian immigrant student <laughs> yes. who's not in any of my <laughs> classes. Right. Doesn't how do you and like never, him? You never talked to him right. before, but they just build this whole like exactly. mythology he around sensitive, him. Sensitive, and one time I think he looked at me. <laughs> wow. So yeah, let's I also just didn't have guy friends. You didn't. Yeah, I was in like a weird magnet program. It was like mostly women. Mm, Back to education. So let's go. Let's let's move on to Mike. Uh, Mike, give us a little background of uh, this girl, and let's just dive right into it. So her name is Vivian, and that's that's a very Asian American name. I'll tell you, it is. She was. I knew her for a long time, like from, and you'll see in the letter. It's like from like middle school to high school, and she was one of those girls. Like, yeah, yeah. I had. I was like a very. Let's see here. Now I would just say horny kid, but yeah. back then I would just say I was a romantic, right? Mm. And I had a lot of crushes at the same time. Mm. And I would always Lil have. Ho. What's that? Little hoe. Well, you're not getting laid, so it's not. <laughs> I wasn't a hoe. But, uh, you know, so there was always like, you know, there was always like one or two girls who you're like, you're always kind of like, was like, oh, she's like really awesome. But, yeah. you know, like she. It wasn't even like she ignored me or whatever. She was just sort of like unattainable for an Asian way. Asian sure, sure. In, the, in the sense that she was kind of like, I kind of like, like, I feel like you would, you would identify with this because it was just like, 
well, she's kind of always studying and she's just kind of like not in, um, I don't know, into that. You know what I'm saying? Into oh, I was not studying. I was uh, sleeping. I don't know. Uh, sleeping. <laughs> Sleepy Asian. TM. Snoozy Asian. Snoozy Asian. So did you end up like dating this girl, going no. to prom or anything like that? No. So nothing ever like nothing ever, ever happened. happened. Oh, so this is true. Straight from the heart. Yeah, man. All so right, here, we, here go. we go. Uh, dear Vivian, I've had a crush on you since the seventh grade. I don't recall exactly the first time I saw you, but it was probably back in 1993 and those weird short skirt thingies were in and you know, the kind where it's a skirt in the front and shorts in the back. And well, you can imagine <laughs> skort, skorts, and you can imagine what that does to the mind of a seventh grade boy. Letters <laughs> too horny. You I had, you had a boner. I was thirsty. Okay. <laughs> you can only imagine. I was a crazy <laughs> thirsty kid. I've got I, a big boner <laughs> for you, Vivian. I, <laughs> I know we could never be, mainly because you are an incredibly bad girl. I mean that in a Michael Jackson bad kind of way. <laughs> I've heard some rumors about you, and it sounds like you'd be able to drink me under the table, which is pro pretty intense considering our circle of friends. It's actually pretty badass being the quiet, shy, studious Korean girl by day and a hardcore partier who hung out with burnouts by night. <laughs> Korean girls, am I right? <laughs> I I'm also losing. I'm forgetting that Mike, current day Mike, wrote this as a kid. Yeah. And I'm believing that this is the real letter he, he wrote, wrote as a kid. And I, I was like, oh, out. a precursor to stand up. Am I right? I just dug it. I just dug out the letter, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had also heard some other things about you, which, to be honest, is none of my business, but nonetheless fills my goody goody mama boy heart with dread and terror. I won't get into it, but I also know we couldn't be together because I remember one time in eighth grade, I called you at your house and your older sister picked up and you must have told her you weren't interested in me. And she told me to quote, get cool or something. <laughs> I still, I still haven't gotten cool. The closest we've ever gotten to getting together is that one time in grad night. Do you guys know what grad night is? No. no. Grad night is the night that you graduated from high school. And they throw a big party. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, grad night, uh, when you grabbed me on the dance floor and we grinded for a half of a song, that memory sustained me for a few good years. <laughs> you may be responsible for my obsession with learning how to do body rolls. <laughs> Anyways, that's that. I haven't seen you around, but I'm sure you're still being a bad girl. Hope to see you around soon. Wow. Wow. Very yeah. sweet. But again, the common thread is that a little self-deprecating. Yes. Yeah. Um, a girl's not into that in high school? Do you remember? No, it's not. I think everyone's a little self-deprecating. I think it's just like, I was like, whether or not that, I think, it, and that is nice, but your self-deprecation was saying that you liked her friends and then calling her a racist. So I was like, <laughs> too much, too much. Be a little bit like, mm. I don't know. I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm so dumb. You're racist. It's different being like, but what do I know? I'm just a goofy guy. It's different than like, whatever, you racist. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and we're back and we've got uh, another game to play with our guest, Lily Do. So, Lily, I know you are, our, you are a... Uh, improv person so mm -hmm. we're going to play an improv game and usually Im improv is sort of okay. known as yes you know you yes and stuff right okay. for which for people who don't know in improv you you never really say no to anything you you if, if somebody gives you a ridiculous uh premise you say yes and 
you know whatever yeah. you roll with that you know i love improv so much and i think about it and i talk about it a lot but yet somehow i still hate being identified as an improviser people <laughs> 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 were like improv i'm like stop i've never done improv in my life. that's how you know you're good or like when, when you over there. when you go to weddings i've been to a lot of comedians weddings like if they do improv or met during improv like someone's parents are gonna make a speech about how they love doing improv together and i'm like you should not be allowed to Uh-oh. talk about improv at a wedding <laughs> <laughs> all right but anyways. well here we are <laughs> so we're gonna do uh, a game called yes and you're racist okay where i'm gonna say something racist or race ish and you will have to yes and it and i'm just i'm These just like quick games we're you just playing do, like you don't do the whole scene yeah let, let's just see if if we can even get out of it let's just do so what do you mean am i supposed to try and make it more racist or less racist or well, let's just see what okay it's just imagine if you're doing a scene and somebody said this and to somebody you. said oh, this I to you see. how yeah, do you yeah. get so out oh, you know what i'm saying whatever no. scene yeah okay uh <clears throat> oh you're from china i love sushi <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm a visiting professor at the University of Beijing in classic studies. Uh, sushi is traditionally a Japanese food. I think you might have them confused, um, but it's okay because you're a student of mine in this class, so we're going to learn a lot this semester. <laughs> All right. That was good. That was good. A little ad- addition. Yeah, I'm learning so much about improv already. This is good. Okay. Uh, how about this? Uh, <clears throat> You look like Sandra O. Oh. <laughs> I don't look like Sandra O. Oh. I am Sandra O. Oh. How did you get onto the set of Killing Eve? <laughs> hey. Hey. Okay, okay, that's great. Okay, how about how about how about uh oh, you know what? I just think all lives matter. <laughs> and then I pull out a gun and I shoot you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh okay. Uh how about one more? Um Uh let's see here. Ah, oh, I just think Asian women are so exotic. God, and I think white men are so exotic. <laughs> so delicate. You little you little flower. You get sunburned so easily. <laughs> And then nope. I shoot them dead. <laughs> and you shoot them. And there you shoot go. Them dead. Because at the end of every good improv scene, somebody dies. And, so. yeah. and scene. scene. That was great. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. That was episode 33. We hope you enjoyed it. Again, our guest was the very funny Lily Do. Uh, Lily, where can people find you or follow you, chase your work? What's going on? Yeah. Um, you can see me perform at the UCB uh, whenever. Just look it up. It's um, on my performer page. My Twitter handle is at Lily D, L-I-L-Y-D. My Instagram is at Lily underscore D. That's the one I really want. I want those Instagram, Instagram followers. followers. And you got any cool projects coming up? Um, I'm touring some. I'm doing. What's your website? www.lilydid.com. 
Com. Ooh, I love that. It's a punch to it. your mom. It's I like it. Play. I did it. Uh, awesome. And again, we also have an Instagram account. You can find us at Asian Not Asian Pod, and that's also our email address. And we have a uh, monthly show coming up that Mike and I produce together called Hack City Comedy. Some of you guys have been there. It's every third Wednesday, and our next show is October seventeenth, eight o'clock at Black Cat LES. That's one seventy two Rivington Street in the Lower East Side. Easy access off the F train and the M train. Mm. Uh, you can follow me uh, on Instagram and Twitter at thefumiabe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And follow me, uh, Nice Pants Bro, on Instagram. Awesome. And uh, don't forget to check out our Patreon page, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.